What up, friends? How's it going? This is uh, Timon over at Timmons Podcast. Thanks again for tuning in to another awesome podcast. If this is your first time listening, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast. If you're listening for a uh, second, fourth, hundredth time, um, I just want to tell you guys that I love you. I hope you guys have an awesome day. And to all the new listeners, you're going to have an awesome day because you're listening to Timmons Podcast. <laughs> Guys, I am excited to share this conversation with you guys. I sat down with Zach Munn. Um, we kind of run in the same circles, have very similar backgrounds. Uh, I've known his family. He knows my family. And so the fact that we got, just got to sit down and talk for what was only going to be 30 minutes turned into an hour. <laughs> That's the power of Tim's podcast, maybe. You know what I'm saying? But... Um, the fact that we got to sit down and talk for an hour and just to hear all the awesome stuff that's coming from him. He is so creative and he has some really cool just insights and he he thinks outside the box and you can definitely tell that when you're talking to him and when you hear him. And so guys, don't I tweeted this out a couple days ago and when you guys will hear this will be a couple months from now. Maybe not a couple months, a couple weeks from now. Um, but I said don't sleep on him because what he's about to do is going to be the future. So I, I'm just thankful that he was took time, sat down, and just talked to me, and it just meant a lot. So with without further ado, let's listen to his conversation. Stop listening to me, me babble. But oh, I do want to tell you, I had some problems right at the start. I mean, I have problems all the time, <laughs> but I had some problems with the audio. It wasn't syncing up correctly, and it just I only I captured his audio, which is awesome, but you didn't capture any of mine, so it's going to sound a little wonky for about the first 10 to 15 minutes, and then I realized, oh, there was some problems, and then I stopped it, um, and then we restarted, so I apologize. This normally does not happen, uh, but just bear with us for the first about 15, 16 minutes or so, and then, because you can hear him, and you can kind of still hear me a little bit, um, so hopefully that makes sense. But just understand, it's going to be weird audio for a little bit, but then it, then it gets really awesome. Um, but the main thing is you hear him, and that's why it's awesome. So, guys, enjoy. Zach Munn. <laughs> Thank you. Back again. <laughs> All right, we're good. Try number two. I don't remember what we said last time, but... Well, we open up? Yeah. Welcome. Uh, okay, so I was introducing myself. Okay, I'm Zachary Munn. Um, like I said, um, but I go by... Munn is my artist name. Right. Um, started out as Zach Munn, decided to change it to Munn just because yeah. preference and I wasn't really releasing music. Like I just did a school project, put it out under Zach Munn, always wanted to make it Munn, so I did. Um, and then it just did made you sense. Well, yeah, before I actually released a song, I was like trying to do something with it. I just went straight to Munn. Okay. So that was like, when would that have been? That would have been late summer of last year. Okay. So I just... My song, my very first, I'll call it my first song, um, it's been about a year, it just passed the year mark, um, I tweeted wow. out about it a year ago, no, I tweeted out about it just a, a couple, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, crazy, it's only been a year, so much has happened, like, I wouldn't have ever expected, and like, I mean, even when I released that song, I say like, I wouldn't have expected things to like, unravel how they did, you know, yeah. I, like, I, I don't know if you saw that tweet, but I tweeted out, and I was just like, Man, it's been a year. I tweeted. I don't remember exactly what I said. I'm gonna pull it up. Pull it up, pull it up. I'm gonna pull it up. Um. Anyways. But just all the things that happened. Yeah. In a year from it's just like crazy. Yeah, I was. Yeah. yeah. And and I was like, I I don't know. I I just thought I would finish college. Like that's what people do, you know. Yeah. Um. But no, that's not really what happened. No, and you went the totally different 
totally different direction. And then also, like, Mun, I'll go back to talking about the, why I switched to Mun. It just kind of made sense partially, too, for me, because growing up, like, going through school and stuff, I, there was a lot of Zacks, and so people actually just called me Mun. Like, oh, all yeah. my coaches called me Mun. Um, it was just easier that way, and I was like, oh, it just it stuck. And so I just went with it, and I really like it. Um, plus, nobody else's name. Well, actually, there's a few other people named Mun on Spotify and stuff, but... It makes you unique. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, and it just, it's quicker than Zach Munn, it's just Munn, yeah, and so. Yeah, that's part of branding and understanding who yeah. you are, and if you can cultivate that, people are yeah. Okay. yeah. That's, dude, that's crazy, so it's been a year, and you're already just, like, going crazy. It, things are happening quicker than, you know, than, not, quicker than I would have imagined a year ago. Um, so this is a tweet, I said, a year, this is, I tweeted out... Just two weeks ago, I said a year ago today, I released a song as a way of coping with pain that I was going through somehow that's translated to me living in Nashville, making music every day. Life is so unpredictable and crazy, but God has always been steadfast and good. And so, like, for me, it was just like, that. actually, I didn't even realize it was a year to date. One of my friends texted me, he goes, hey, a year ago today, you released I Tried, and I was like, whoa. Wow. I was like, that was only a year ago. I remember making that in my bedroom on GarageBand because, like, I was hurting. Like, that was the first day, like, I felt okay because I put it out on Twitter. And, like, yeah. everybody was like, yo, this is, like, actually good. Yeah. And, and like, I actually feel this song. I was like, whoa. And so I felt something inside that I never I felt. I remember hearing your stuff on Twitter. And I was like, I, I retweeted. I was like, dude, watch this guy. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that, but I was like, watch this. Dude. I honestly don't know if I remember. Yeah, that's good. You probably dude. had so many interactions. I'm like, dude, this guy's blown up. And things have escalated, but yeah. So now I'm in Nashville. Yeah, and it just yeah. So I'm in Nashville. I'm with I live with um, uh, my producer who's now taking on the role of being my manager and taking care of that side of things because like now that's Dylan Styles. Dylan Styles. Yep, that's the man himself. Um, we're getting to that point where like um, you got to like you said you said something about branding. So like you want to create a brand, you want to create a face. Um, like yes, I'm still I'm a person and like my music's personal, but like you also have to like treat it as like you're an entity in a business of some yeah. sort. And yeah. so, you're um, right. And so we, exactly. And that's what makes people fall. That's what you want people to follow. And so, right. so having him, I kind of take up that role as a what, manager. So the way I met him, <laughs> um, it's kind of crazy. So like, this is like three years ago yeah. and he, I was like, I would always mess around. Like I'd look on YouTube. I'd be like, um, Khalid type beats or yeah. like because that's how I like you people like, that's how you get into music like most people can't produce so they go like I still am not very good at producing and so people will just go on YouTube and type in like whatever type of beat they want to try and sing to exactly yeah, yeah, like yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly and so this guy um, Dylan Styles he was the first person to put out a Khalid type beat ever yeah, for and he's like still the number. Like if you like look up like who has the most views for Cleat type beats, it's him. Like because there's like he's an online producer. He was an online producer. And he was probably just sitting in his room just making beats. Yeah, so and but it's beat. crazy though because he didn't sell a beat to like his two hundredth or three hundredth beat. Holy he put out God. that many beats, and it was just such a process. He t- talked about it's like he would show me like his thirtieth beat. He goes, and it's I mean his thirtieth beat is trash. And he'd be like, dude, I thought this was good, and it's just crazy. He goes, it's such a process. Like I didn't sell a beat for like three years. And then he and then he makes this beat called I think like he I know he made a couple big Khalid ones that just blew up. It was like Angelic and something else, and it was or Divine I think is what it is. And then I mean he still sells like multiple of those every week. He like sell a copy of it because like multiple people buy a beat and use yeah. it unless somebody buys an exclusive. And so and it just that's how it, so we both found like we're on the Khalid train really early before he ever released his album. And um, no, I found it right after he released his album. 
um, a friend showed me his album, and it was just crazy because I like that was the time we'd be like, "Yo, you heard Khalid?" And I was like, "Who's Khalid?" And now everybody knows who he is. But he was even earlier to the Khalid. Like he listened to Khalid um, when he just had like a couple singles out before he released his album, and so he was the first one to go, "Oh, this guy's really good." So, like, 2014. Yeah, like wait. Like, like, no, it's 2016, okay, and he. Like, fi- yeah. Uh, yeah, and I didn't hear anything till after the album, but even then, like nobody knew who he was. It was just kind of crazy because I was like, "This is such good yeah, music." Everywhere. He's got everywhere. Yeah, he's like the fifth, fifth biggest stream, like fifth biggest artist on Spotify, like top ten at least. And yeah. and so he was early to hearing Khalid. Thought he was gonna be good, and so like he's like, okay. I want to make a beat and call it a Khalid type beat. Maybe this guy blows up, and maybe he doesn't. Guy blows up, so everybody's like, "Oh, I want to make a Khalid type song." Everybody, that's me, <laughs> that's right? Smart, so I go Khalid type beat, and there's one Khalid type beat on YouTube. There's one, and it's his. And so this is this is a few years ago. And so I messaged him like, and, and this is like when I'm getting into music, and and I don't know much about like, about how deals work and like what's fair and what's not. So, right. in like for an online producer, which he was like, it's to buy an an exclusive exclusive. He'll sell it to you. You're either like the last person. It could be like somebody could buy it before you, like a lease right. it. But you're the you're the last person to buy it. And I didn't think those were like a huge deal because I'm like, oh, they're just putting beats on YouTube. And so I, I mean, I didn't even find out. I know like he's gotten offers from like labels, like I don't know, like a few thousand dollars. He's turned them down. Like, That's like crazy. yeah, they're thirty bucks. But there's like all these like, there's a lot of like limits and stuff. Like you can only get like ten thousand streams, and then you have to up the lease. Otherwise, he owns the whole thing. And it's like you split it fifty yeah. fifty. But like that's a whole nother subject it's where. Whole contract yeah. Oh, it's huge. Well, yeah. So it's really it makes the contract really tough. So that's why it's only thirty bucks. But. Yeah. Um. How did he get? It? He just was just. He just started doing it. Yeah. He just like like doing it, and he was like not good at first. Like, and he still doesn't have like a good ear for pitch or or like tempo really. But he just worked on it so hard that he's gotten really good at producing. And so. Yeah. Um. And was early. And yeah. Other things. That's, 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 he's smart. Yeah, he's really, really, really business savvy. So, how did you guys connect him? So, shot him this email, and like, like I said, I didn't know much about like sta- business or like music business and like the standards and that. So, I was like, hey man, like I would love to do like an exclusive project with you. Yeah. And like he told me, he didn't. He told me this like not right away, but he told me this later on. He goes, dude, when I read emails like that, the first thing I, I don't even finish reading the emails. He goes, I don't know why I finished reading your email. He goes, I normally just delete them right away because I don't. Some random person off YouTube emailing me about an exclusive deal, like I'm not gonna even finish. Yeah, and yeah. like they, but I was like, I didn't even like offer him that much money. I was like nothing basically because I didn't understand how it worked. So I was like thinking, oh yeah, let's do an exclusive deal, whatever. Let's collab. Yeah, I was like, he's, he wants, he'll do it, like, for sure. Well, he for some, he goes, for some reason, I finished reading the email, and he goes, and then for some reason, I decided to Google your, or look up your name on SoundCloud. So he looks me up on SoundCloud. Well, at this point, I have this one song that I released under Zach Munn, and he looks he looks me up, and when he first found me, I had two streams. The song had two plays. Oh, and so he, he, but he played the song, he goes, I just heard the voice, and I heard the writing, and so I emailed you back. And it's just like, that's yeah, it really is. It's like he like the first time you ever heard me I had two streams, you know, and now we'll you know, you know, like yesterday we think we had like four thousand streams on Spotify yesterday. That's crazy. And, and so just it's gone so far and that like, you know, but even then, like that connection we had, like nothing happened for a couple of years. Like that happened and then like Listen. talk to him here, talk to him there, nothing happens. He's I'm going to school and like it turns out though, like which crazy, he lived two hours away from me and was a year younger than me. Really? And so yeah, this is a random guy on YouTube that was making beats. But where's he live? He lives in Toledo, Ohio. Oh yeah, that's not far. So just yeah, like yeah. um so really close and um you know, a couple years passed, a little contact here and there. Um 
I end up dropping out of school. I find out that he's going to Clemson um, in South Carolina, and he hates it. And, like, I'm already dropped out of school at this point, and, like, we've we've released my – I released an EP where that's, what, like, with sad kids on it. That was – no, that was February 7th, okay. I think. Was that the one with, like, the um, New York Times? No, that was recently. That was, like – that was that, that's with Fool for You and stuff. This one was like February. This one was more um of I don't know, a little more poppy than this most recent EP. So he helped me out with a couple of songs on there with like Sad Kids, which did really well on Apple Music. Um and did pretty well on Spotify and YouTube. But um yeah, so we released that project, but he was still in school and like we were just like, Man, it's kinda tough to make music. He's trying to make music in his dorm room with like head like little earbuds and like you have to like when you're producing you wanna use like speakers. Um but yeah, he's like, I can't make music here. He's like, I can't. I don't like school. I don't like the, the like people's atmosphere, the attitude of the people. I just like don't feel it. So he actually quit at the end of the semester of last. Wait, did he? I don't think he even finished a full year. Did he? He's a year younger than you. He's a year younger than me. Yeah, he finished a full year of school. Yeah, so he he did a full year of school, um, but knew he was gonna quit, um, like middle of last year towards the end. And I was so surprised because like he was even talking about just transferring to like a school even closer to home so we be work together be closer together but he quit school and then even then when he quit school we weren't even talking about moving to nashville yet we're just talking about him moving to indiana maybe yeah. and, and so i was gonna get a house in like warsaw and like have him move in and um we're just gonna yeah, make music yeah. Yeah. yeah and then we're like what about like nashville and like is and people are like i mean yes yeah, it's, it's music but, like do you really need to go to nashville and like it helps it does, and like yeah. not even as much like connections and people. That's a big part of it. But another one that I realized after the fact is space from everything that's happening with everyone you already know. Like yeah. getting that space where you can just work and do your thing, and not like have so many people. And like, I mean, I love my family. But like yeah. being back these past few days, like I couldn't imagine trying to make music. Like I, I can't. Like, you, you know, hey, can you go do this? Blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's like an added level of stress, and you can't just like get and like and yes, I did make music here at the house and stuff like before, but like it's just like getting out there and like having the and then then like I said, the connections is another part. Like if we need a guitarist, like yes, there's great guitarists here, but we can like anybody and there's always one anytime come to the house, record a guitar track for us. Like some we do our own stuff sometimes too, but like we want to do something complex. There's, so there's just so many people. Are you going out and meeting people too? Because networking is huge. I've seen. Huge. We've yeah, we've met a few cool people um, that have some pretty solid connections. Uh, I think next week when I get back, I think we have a cool writing session with a with a songwriter, and so um, that's cool. This would be like the first session we've had that we're um, lot, like we'll go into a session and or either my my producer will or my manager, whatever you want to call him. We'll call him Dylan just because that's his name. So Dylan, he'll go into set. He's gone to sessions and he's like worked um, on a song for someone else. But this will be like our first session where we're creating something for me, working with some, bringing someone else in. So that, like we're bringing in a songwriter, then we'll be writing for me. Oh, so, right. well, then you'll just be yeah. So I like help write and stuff, but like I've, we've always always written our own. It's always been like just us writing or just well, me writing. Yeah, but. yeah. A lot of your music, you felt well, and you said out of a place of hurt. You can feel that hurt. Out of yeah. Stuff. And so like the song I just released, "All My Love," like yep. that one's got like some in there, but that I wrote that song over a year ago. I wrote and recorded the demo over a year ago. Never did anything with it. It sat around forever. Re- recorded another demo with this guy um, in West Lafayette, and it turned out horrible. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm not doing this song anymore. And then 
the music that we're making kind of starts shifting back towards that sound of more upbeat and like a lot more going on. I'm like, eh, maybe we could do this song. So I just re-recorded it and we liked the way it turned out. And so, yeah, we released it, but we wrote it a little well over a year ago. So, Dude, I love it. Yeah. I, I mean, I listened to it. It's it was awesome. And Thank you. you. See, I love the fact that you like post people's who's listening to it on your stores, and that's part of the marketing too. Because you like to throw out a shirt, you can post it. Mm-hmm. Dude, I like. Yeah. That, that's, and that's, I really will give you guys. A, I I am actually giving out shirts. I'm not just saying I'm giving. Like it's not just like I'm not just faking. I really am giving out shirts. If you guys are wondering, because no. the first time I offered out shirts, like people be like, "Oh, you're just gonna choose your friends," and then yeah. like not really give shirts. I'm like, "No, I'm really giving out shirts." Because like I also want people to. To wear my shirts because I want people to see other people wearing my shirts. I don't just want my friends to wear. They'll wear my shirts like, anyways. Anyways, yeah. exactly. It's so, like when I my first I think okay my, I, I've done two like rounds of merch and like, um, I've made zero dollars on it, but I haven't lost money. So I I set it all up to break even, so I make it as cheap as I can because I don't I don't I'm not trying to make money right now. I'm just right. trying to build the brand, and so I, I want people wearing my shirts, and so that's why I'm selling t-shirts for ten dollars free shipping in that first round. It's like. That's so yeah, I'll break even. You guys can wear a shirt, and like now, and I've, your name out too. exactly. That's so yeah, that's kind of just things like that, like strategizing, and have been have been big. But that's yeah, I love it though. And they they you know some of that you have to go into strategizing, figure out who you want to give to that. But also like the fact that you know your friends are about it, that's cool. But then also there's a lot of other people about it too. Yeah, you can see that. So yeah. is it weird to see people that you don't know? post your song on their story is that happening more and more is it still kind it's of happening more and more like yeah. it's actually it's actually been a shift so when i first started making music it's like people i know posting my story or posting my song and then like some people will hear it but nobody else wants to post it they don't know who i am right. whatever well, small artists no following yeah. haters all that now it's gone to the point where like i don't know why this shift happens to like um and if any of my friends are listening to this don't take offense but like it's like shifted to where like now a lot of my friends don't post it and there's tens of random people posting my songs. That's crazy. And so like, it doesn't like, and my, some of my friends still post my songs and stuff like that. Um, but it's like, I don't know, it's just been this weird flip of like people not supporting the music like from my hometown. It's fine. Like so many people still do. Right. But like, it's just been this it weird shift. Big and yeah. Big yeah. Yeah. Like in, in, like there can be people who don't even know me at all. And they'll be like writing a paragraph post about my song. And then like, there's someone I grew up with who, who won't even give it a listen, but like, that's okay. That's how it is. And I've learned to be okay with it. Like at first it used to bother me. I'm like, <laughs> I would like to think so. Yeah. But like it used to bother me like crazy. It's like, yo, you can't even listen to my song. And like people, random people will like post like long paragraphs about it. Okay. Now my mom's calling me and my sister called me and it's, you want, you want I might have to pause it for a second. Cause it's my sister's wedding. Yeah. Sweet. Okay, sorry about that. Get a little break. No, no yeah. worries, dude. No worries. I don't remember what we're talking about. I was just talking about how like just support has changed and who's and who's like saying stuff and yeah, it's weird. I think I think there are people. Some people just are, uh, you know, you're out there doing stuff, and so you will get a little hate for that. Yeah. You know I mean, I wish, you know, they they may have wished they're they're in your shoes, or they're just they're skeptical of it. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate. But. Yeah, but something that's been cool is like I've seen people that I never thought would reach out and be like people in high school maybe that didn't get along with great and they'd be like yo i respect what you're doing a lot and like it's so cool to see somebody like just going after like their dreams and like and so like that's been cool to, like for people i never would have expected to like reach out and say stuff like that to like just send me long messages like so cool. like yeah, you know vibe within high school there's just like there's just like tensional and like, you know like i mean it's high school but yeah. still like just not people i wouldn't have expected like where uh where'd you go to high school 
I went to high school at Fairfield. Yeah. So, yeah. Were you also homeschooled a little bit? Yeah, so I was homeschooled. Um, fully yeah, homeschooled. No, dude. But, yeah, I was also homeschooled. That's why, that's why I wanted Yeah, I'll talk about it. Yeah. Of course, yeah. I think homeschooling is great for, for some people. And so, um, yeah, homeschooled fully through sixth grade. And then seventh and eighth grade, I was part-time homeschooled, part-time um, going to the high school so I could play sports. Oh, so, I, yeah, I would go to the school for like five periods of the day. And then I will go home and, and do, you know, a little bit of schoolwork. And so, yeah, and then freshman year, I was full-time. So. That's what, so you know Joe. Yeah, of course. Kind of yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I I liked it. Um, I like both homeschool and public school. Um, but yeah. You learn from it. Here, my, my Definitely. Uh, you can talk about all this. No, we're good. I'm back. We're back in. It's all good now. Just problems, dude. But yeah, dude, we're talking a little bit about Nashville. Yes. <laughs> so living down Nashville, been great. Very warm. Um, at least this year it's been. Like, yeah, I think in the winter it only gets down to like upper 40s, low 50s. So mild winter. Yeah. Um. But yeah, talking about Nashville, it's it's great down there, and like you said, it's beautiful. You've been there, a few yeah, it's times, gorgeous. So you know, but well, it's becoming like the music hub. Yeah, like so, I was talking to this label in LA. We can talk about this more, um, but I was talking last week this label label in LA, and they're like, "Yeah, it's moving to Nashville. Like everybody's moving to Nashville. Like, yeah. I mean, LA has like so many different things going on that the music scene itself is like kind of transferring. Like it's always been Nashville too. Yeah. But now people from LA are just getting out and going to Nashville. A well, lot of the probably music a little people. bit cheaper, honestly. Yeah, and there's the a lot. atmosphere and just yeah. everything. So yeah. yeah. And I've heard about that with the mu- uh, with the movie industry really? too. Yeah. I have a lot of friends who live in Atlanta and Atlanta's becoming like the new place for actors and because huh. Netflix they cut taxes super low. Oh, so, they're so making like movies Strangers there? Things was made in Atlanta. Oh. You know, a lot, like uh, Walking know, Dead yeah. was all filmed in I Atlanta. Knew that. So there's like a lot of big That's stuff, cool. happening, a lot of movies and stuff. So you, I see that whole thing shifting from LA, but like everyone's moving out to LA to like become a famous whatever. Yeah, kind of but, in the wrong place, honestly. But yeah, <laughs> something. I mean, no, LA's. I mean, it's still like a great place to go for that kind of thing. Yeah. But it's also a whole another challenge just living in a place like that. Like five percent of the United States lives in LA. One out of twenty wow. people. That's actually kind of crazy. It's crazy. It's just huge. So you got that huge amount of people. So yeah. yeah. A lot of competition, but, but yeah, a yeah. lot of competition yeah. too. But and so yeah, talking about Nashville. Yeah, so we we went down and like when would that have been? So if we moved in in July, like two months before that, we went down. And we're like, okay, let's look. At some where houses. were you living before this? Just at home or in Warsaw? I was so yeah. I no, I went to school Warsaw and then moved back in at home. Yep. Um, and then you know, kind of like didn't really tell my parents right away that I was wanting to move to. Wanted to move to Nashville. I'm like, yo, what if? Like, kind of throw the idea out there, and then you kind of make it more of a reality to kind of slowly. Yeah. Don't freak the mom out, you know. Um, <laughs> your dad's yeah. pretty cool with most of those things. Yeah, but dad's pretty chill. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so a couple months before July, we, we knew, like, we'd have to go out and, like, find a house first. Um, and so we went out and um, just to visit and, like, get an idea of the area. And so we were thinking either, like, Franklin, Tennessee. So that's, like, 45 to an hour yeah. south of Nashville yeah. um, or Brentwood or just kind of the south side of Nashville because north side of Nashville, like it's not a bad area. It's just not as great and it's not as pretty. And all that. anyways, so that's my yeah. opinion. And so when we got to, when we went down there, we realized, you know, Franklin's just too far away. And to be quite honest, Franklin's a great, it's a great city, but it kind of feels like country area. It doesn't feel like yeah. the mountain, like there's not that much mountain. Well, that's all Tennessee. It's, it's Nashville. And then just like, yeah, boondocks. Yeah. You know and, it, and it, like, it kind of seemed like, 
at least the area of Franklin that we looked at houses in was kind of a little more flat, like a flat land. It's so, like we were really wanting to like get in an area that had mountains and stuff. Yeah. And so and that's gonna help your creative process. Yeah. yeah. So like we we at least one of these weekends we want to get out and like drive a couple hours away in up into the mountains into like a little like shed because you can bring your music equipment with you. It, like it really isn't that much stuff. Yeah. And you don't need like Wi-Fi. You can just plug it all in and, and go. And just go. And so so yeah, we ended up settling Sick. on like the Brentwood area. So we're yeah. we're not in Brentwood. We're a little bit north of Brentwood. Um. So we're about. 12 to 15 minutes from downtown. So we're actually in in Nashville. Like our address is Nashville. So yeah, we're in Nashville. There's four of us in this house. Like I said earlier, Dylan Styles, uh, my manager and um, pr- produces some of my stuff as well still. Um, lives in there. We have a guy that does e-commerce um, oh, very in cool. YouTube. And so like he's moved more out of YouTube and like almost all into e-commerce. So he does really well Kinda for like him. drop shipping, that type he of does, stuff. Yeah, he does very well for himself in that area. That's cool. Yeah, and then we have a fourth guy. Um, he... Was originally moving out there um, to be my videographer and photographer. And, like, he's a good photographer. Um, he's from this area. He lived in Fort Wayne. He did photography around here. Roos, Christian Roos. I don't know if you ever saw his work. Yeah, I probably I might have. He might have. He moved out there um, to be my videographer and photographer and do some work. And I was going to pay him a little bit. Um, I don't know. Like, he didn't necessarily seem super into it and kind of started doing his own thing, which is fine. So yeah. now he just kind of does his own thing. Um, but that's a great place for yeah, him to be at. Too. Yeah, for sure. It's a great place to be if you're going to do your own thing. So yeah, um, definitely a lot of like potential out there for him to do his own thing. So yeah, he does his own thing and then me and Dylan work together a lot and then Andrew does his own thing. But so there's four of us living in a house in just North of Brentwood, but it's a great place. Great house. I was telling him when, it, when we paused it, that we got this great deal on this awesome house. And so we're living the, we're living That's the, so dr- cool. oh, living the dream, but it's, it's a lot of work, but I mean, we love where we live. So it's a cool house and a cool neighborhood. And yeah. You got cool four, city. Bro- three bros. It's just like, yeah, know, just all hanging in. out, dude. Dude, that's so it's cool. a good time. Downtown Nashville. Bro, then this, there's so much happening in downtown Nashville. Every single day. Yeah. Like, you, I mean, and the nice thing is, though, it's not, like, such a big city that you go drive down and feel, like, super stressed out. Like, Chicago. Like, I hate driving in Chicago. But, yes. like, and it's not so small that it's, like, I don't know, like, a super small city. It's, like, just the right size city. I feel like there's something. Yeah. It's always popping. And, like, it's, yeah. like, not overly stressful. And it's not, like, just, like, nasty. It's always so bright and poppy. That's one thing I know. It's, like, the city seems so happy all the time. That's awesome. Like, it can be... A, Tuesday night and there's those beer carts driving around. People are having a great time on a Tuesday night yeah, getting drunk. And this, yeah, so I love the city. Love Downtown is, is amazing. Is the stereotype true? It's like you know, um, so many bridesmaids in Nashville. Have you seen that bridal parties and stuff? Oh that, yeah. So okay. you go downtown and there's there's always some sort of like some sort of group together all wearing the same shirt and they're all like it's all for like a wedding or somebody's 40th birthday or something like yeah, that yeah always and they're usually on a bear cart beer cart getting drunk like one of those, i mean it's every day you go like, i've never gone downtown not seen a group all wearing like a same t-shirt or something that's like crazy that. yeah. it's like disney kind of in a way yeah too. It, no it really is it's, it's it's i love it though i really do yeah yeah i, I like never been a, like going to chicago can be fun but i've never yeah. been a fan like i'm like eh, chicago it's kind of droopy sad people are seem like eh, all the time but man everybody in nashville like it's actually true everybody's just like it's a vibe it is dude that's everybody's so cool. popping it's great have you found that when you moved to nashville like creativity has happened more and more songs are being produced or has it been kind of like a thing trying to get your bearings to a new city and doing that or so at first um it, was, it took us a little bit to get rolling yeah. just kind of getting used to like a routine and stuff like that um but yeah like i just like we can just make music all day yeah. And like we make a lot of we make a lot of music. Like we we make songs that like we'll never release. And like I mean yeah. it happens as part, part of it. Of it. it, it kind of stinks sometimes cuz you make a song like I like this song but it's not my brand. So like, we made a song recently that I love, but we're just not going to release it cuz it's not my brand and like it's not really my sound. So like we have we have this like 
I mean, I, we have our next 15 songs planned out already that we're going to release. Like, we know that song. Like, we're doing a thing now where we're releasing a song every other week. Oh, and so, wow. I mean, like, we already uploaded this song. be popping out content, yeah, dude. Yeah. So, before, like, that one song releases, the next one's already uploaded for release in two weeks. That's So, crazy. we're on this cycle where we do that. Um, that's, that's the way to do it, though. We Yeah, we found that that works best rather than projects. So, yeah. like, it was it was a... The first project I released, which is um, an EP called garden of my mind before i ever like got into making yeah. music i was like the first project i released i always knew i wanted to name it garden of my mind did you do that artwork yeah i actually okay. i actually drew it on a piece of paper yeah. and then put a pencil and eraser took a picture of that and then edited that picture then made it the album cover that's so awesome. i drew like took a picture of a picture i drew <laughs> yeah that's so cool yeah because so, well, i saw i wondered i yeah, wondered yeah. yeah i actually have it i have that picture like framed and put on my wall it was like my first project i released so yeah that project did like pretty well um and so it was a while after that that I released my next project and I was just like expecting better results and like we didn't get the results we wanted from a project of five songs that we put I mean, a lot of work that into. was like and like that was like we redid so many songs so many times and like we just wanted it to do well and it didn't and so like we realized it's like for us where we're at right now is just releasing lots of singles is the way to go and I'm perfectly happy doing that and it's mm-hmm. fun to release a project and like build up this whole hype around a project but the last one just honestly didn't do well so and that's okay yeah and I think that I think that um, actually I know that the music we put that's on that EP is not exactly the same as my other stuff like Fool for You, Silence is Loud, Broken like they're all like a little bit slower and and more like uh, I don't know I just, they're just they're, not as poppy. They're good though. I, I don't know. They're just I like different the, than my other stuff. I guess it didn't hit the audience right. Yeah. So. Yeah. But. Also, you're cultivating your ideas and who you are and all yeah. that stuff too. And I so learn from it though. Yeah. So like now we, like, I know what's working. I, I mean. And here's the thing. We're learning. I love the fact that I can go back and look at your progression. I love that with everything. So like, <clears throat> Jake and I don't know if you know my little brother, yeah. Jake, and he's making like little YouTube videos and, yeah. and stuff. I've actually watched some of his YouTube videos. Fortnite yeah. stuff. And I'm like, he's amazing at Fortnite. I, he, it's, it's sad. It's it's crazy. He wants me to play Fortnite with him sometimes. <laughs> so I good. suck so yeah. bad compared to him. But I, I'm telling him the fact that like. Just start putting it out there. It doesn't have to be perfect because just watching you grow is part of the thing that makes people love oh, you yeah. as a person. They want to be able to connect and like they don't want this, like they don't want this perfect video, this perfect song, or like yeah. I mean, okay, people like good sounding song, but like yeah. if I do like when I do covers, um, we we were gonna do like covers every week of a different song, and like we did this first cover, and it was like we had like three camera angles, it was super high production, and then we never put it out because we're like. Nobody wants to see that. Like the videos on YouTube of covers that do well are somebody setting up their iPhone against the wall and yeah. playing the guitar. That's they just putting their little heart. Out yeah, they want to like see yeah. real content. And so like, I don't know. That's that's been something that I've learned too. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, that's, but, yeah. So we were talking a little bit about your education. You know, you went to Fairfield. Yep. You, you were homeschooled. Did, were you doing music stuff at, while you're at home or while uh, you're in high school and stuff? So high school is when I like would have first started anything music related. So I would like sing around the house a little bit. My mom's like, do choir. I'm like, I'm not doing choir. <laughs> you know, like that sounded like choir was like the lame thing to do. Yeah. And like, it always it, it's an unfortunate it stigma be. it has. Yeah, it honestly always will be. <laughs> like I never got into the whole... Uh, no offense to anybody in show choir. Never got on that train. That's still, a huge Fairfield it's thing. It's a huge Fairfield thing. I just wasn't a fan of it. That's like totally okay. Like I still I did choir and all that. But yeah, I didn't want to do choir. I didn't want to sing in front of people. Um, so freshman year, my mom talked me in to joining choir. So I wasn't in choir or like singing before that. And so um, I learned to sing from, I guess, I mean, some, I mean, everybody learns themselves a little bit. You just kind of learn to sing by messing around. But then um, Ben Camps, who's a choir director, yeah. um, just took notice of like, what I could do before like ever having any help. And just so he's like, yeah, you, you have something 
And so he like gave me personal lessons, like which was like something I guess he didn't do. And so he took the time to give me personal lessons, which was, which oh, was like awesome. such a big help because he's like literally could be like a professional like choir. I mean, he does like in professional choir stuff sometimes. So yeah, yeah. it was like huge blessing to have him. He's like, been doing it for so long. Yeah, he, knows. he knows. He has experience. And so he just heard like he just heard me like sing a little bit. He's like, okay, yeah. It's like let's do it. And so he helped me out so much and. And so, yeah, I mean, that, and that was like learning the basics of singing. And then from there, like you kind of make your own sound. Yeah. And so. Then what, when did the writing aspect, aspect come into kind of all of it? So actually like writing stuff down, it happened for a long time, but I would like make songs up like in my head and like kind of memorize the words and mm-hmm. like, and so like I would make little songs for, I don't know, probably the first time I actually wrote a song down was probably like sophomore junior year that was like i didn't really know how to play guitar but i knew a couple chords and so i just make up a song and just write it down and like i have those recordings in my voice memos like in 2014 is i think the first year i ever recorded a voice memo wow so six years ago um so i would have been like i was probably 14 15 years old yeah and like made you know that first song of like me with a guitar and i don't know i think that's i don't know exactly yeah that's sophomore year so yeah 2014 and so yeah i mean it's it's come it's come a ways like hearing how i don't even sound like it doesn't sound like me right and like I, you think you'll ever release those songs like when you're big and famous like you know 10 years from now you're like okay you guys can pay ten dollars to listen to my old stuff on I my could Patreon be cool. page or I, something like. well there's like so many like cool little videos and like behind the scene type things that like we want to release someday like when it's the right time so like yeah. there's this really like there's this video of me um i made this song called sad kids and i think it has on all platforms has like 250,000 plays between Apple Music, Spotify, That's and YouTube. Crazy. And so like when it hits a million, we're going to release this, this this video of me recording the demo. And so this is when like Dylan is still in college. You're I'm, at Grace. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in school still. Yeah. He's in school. I think, yeah. And so I am in my dorm room with my laptop with headphones on under a blanket recording the song. And then like, I like I, my roommate was recording me in this, this is demo. And like, it just like clicked right away. And like, this is going to do really well. And like the first like month on Spotify, it'd get like a hundred thousand plays. That's, or no, on Apple Music, like a hundred thousand. And like it just crazy. popped off. And like that's what like really actually got the ball rolling in terms of like getting people to listen was like that. Well, it gave you so, credibility too. Yeah, and it got in this. It got like and there's like that's something we can talk about. Is, like this whole algorithmic game you play with yeah. Spotify. Like I mean, it's live and die by the algorithm, unfortunately, for some artists. And like where I'm at right now, and so that's kind of where I am. So like you're in the you're trying to play the algorithm. You gotta play the algorithm, and so like. Well, I think that comes to that releasing every two weeks too. It helps. Yeah, it helps. And there's things you want to do, um, but yeah. So I released that, and I want to release this video, but I mean, it only seems so cool until a song does so well. You know, like if you release a, if you release a behind the scenes of a song that gets a thousand plays, who cares? It's not the same. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's, it's just funny, but um, there's like lots of little clips and stuff like that that I hope we can release one day, and they're actually like kind of funny to watch because like whoa, he like he he recorded that under a blanket wearing a broken Turtle Beach xbox 360 head. i was wearing a th- xbox headset plugged into a crappy macbook and garage band and i made this like demo of a song that you know did quarter of a million streams in a couple months so i mean so crazy, it, it's though. just funny though i, yeah. it, I, I think it's hilarious it's part of the process that's yeah. so cool though that yep. is so cool but what well, so you're telling me before this about you know apple music you think is going to move into to the realm where yeah. spotify is kind of dominating right now yeah spotify is definitely dominating still yeah. but like i mean Everybody knows Apple has cash. Yeah. And they just... Yeah, 1.6 billion. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, they... 1.6 billion, more than that. 1. 6, no, well, no, no they, they had uh, 1.64 billion. They had the most cash reserves, but they lost this September when the Q3 oh. numbers came out. 
Google has more money than that. Oh. But still, one point six billion dollars in cash reserves is that's crazy. so much money. Yeah, and so hundred. Oh, sorry, one hundred okay, six billion. Yeah, that sounds more it like used it. to be about one hundred and sixty four. Oh, they really lost a lot. Jeez. Yeah. Well, they've been, but they've been diversifying and, yeah, and investing exactly. in all different stuff too. Yeah, and like so, the Apple Card, all that stuff. But yeah, yeah exactly. And one, so, like, so yeah. they can just drop cash. Yeah. And so they they pay artists way more. So like, when artists share links, like I still share Spotify because that's what most people have. Yep. A lot of artists share Apple because they want people to go listen to their Apple. Yeah. So like, if they tweet it out, my top one's always Spotify. Yeah. Some people do Apple. Eighty percent of my podcasts are listened to on Spotify. If somebody goes and listens to my song on Apple, I'll get paid two and a half times what I get paid on Spotify. Yeah, that's and crazy. you say that it's not a lot though. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I'll even break down the numbers because it's yeah. it's funny. It takes a lot. Like it sounds like nothing, but it adds up sort of. <laughs> takes a lot though. So for, especially if you're getting two hundred thousand, two hundred fifty thousand streams on one song. Yeah, but like that's my biggest song. But I mean, yeah, hopefully like that starts happening a lot. Um, but so Spotify, if I get somebody listens to my song on Spotify for thirty seconds, that's when it clicks as a play. Okay. Um, if they pause and play after that. It doesn't count. So you play one song, plays for thirty seconds. I make three tenths of a penny. Oh wow! And I get paid in three months. Oh, so you only get paid every quarter? <laughs> well, no, or you it, it rolls over, that? but it's in three months later. So wow. I get paid every month. So with Apple, it's like seven tenths. Seven tenths of a penny, Jeez. and like other platforms will pay over a penny, but nobody like Deezer and um, things like that will pay like over a penny, a penny and a half, but nobody uses them, so I don't ever get streams. Right. So. But they like charge twenty bucks a month. And what stuff about like that. SoundCloud? Is that do you um you can sound? monetize on SoundCloud, but you have to have like SoundCloud Pro, and it pays like nothing. So I don't actually even have a SoundCloud Pro. I don't really have much of a following on SoundCloud because yeah. I never did SoundCloud. But yeah, so yeah, that's crazy. And YouTube, does YouTube pay you? Um, all? yeah, YouTube pays me a little bit. Uh, I my music on YouTube that does really well is actually when like other channels post my music, like my song "I Lost Myself." Yeah. Uh, YouTube channel posted a week ago and it has like 110,000 plays in a week. Holy cow! And so it's doing really well on their channel. I won't see that. I could actually, so if I wanted to, I could claim that video because it's my song. Right. But I'm not going to because I want them to post my songs later and have Do another hundred thousand people. Oh yeah. Okay. They cool. link everything. They say who it is. Like I got like I don't cool. really do YouTube, but I got like a hundred subscribers just because they posted. You know, like it's a channel with 160k subs. Yeah. They post my song. You know, I mean, it rolls over to different. So yeah. I have it a few channels down do that. into something that's beneficial to you. Yeah, it definitely does. There's definitely. I mean, it's it really. There's not a lot of people that like make it to like Instagram like from hearing that, but yeah. like a few like four or five, ten people made it to Instagram from hearing my song on YouTube. And it's a funnel, but it's a, it's a yeah. small funnel. But a few people get through and like become actual fans from. And those like four that. people that do find you on Instagram become They're real fans. fans. Yeah, it's like yo, I found this guy early, no. and like no, I'll get I'll get messages like, um, I don't know, I've really talked about this, but like I'll get messages three or four or five times a week and it'll be like yo I found your music I'm sharing it with all my friends and so like I'll get like and so like I I have like a group of like five people that like all follow me from one place and a group of five people here in 10 so it's, and I want to say like so there's like 20 places where there's like just a small group of like people like and like it'll start growing so like yeah. I'm seeing that like You're first stage it it's yeah. like a virus dude yeah exactly and so like I know there's <laughs> it's these the little, virus yeah <laughs> and so I know like there's this little dot in Georgia of like 10 people that, and they all know each other yeah. and they all listen to my music and then like it'll slowly get bigger and like the you know I can look at these maps and like oh yeah those those ten people listen to my music from this city they all follow me on Instagram and I just know that like those dots will start growing and that's so the it's kind of cool. that's that's super cool and like yeah it's great to see that the analytics on that back end of all this stuff and like it's been so helpful like Spotify and Apple Music creating like so much new it's like so many new insights and analytics on this stuff we're putting out but yeah yeah like those but that those YouTube videos and stuff and those like 
couple people like that's what it creates though so it's like these four people that follow me and then they all tell their friends and then they tell their friends and then you just see it like spread and that's crazy man that's so cool that's yeah. so cool and it it's cool because cool. i don't think artists 10 years ago 20 years ago had the data they that they do now yeah they don't There's understand no it wasn't even spotify 10 years ago it wasn't yeah, yeah, we didn't have iPhones 10 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Or, there was no, like, yeah, there was no Spotify. Yeah. It's crazy, actually, how new Spotify is. Yeah, it was, it really it was what, five years? It's, like, it's I, not 10. There's no way. I don't think it's 10. I don't so think. I, had, I got Spotify when I was in... It was like literally coming out when I was in college. And probably my... So 2012. That sounds about right. It's yeah. not... Yeah. Not even... You know, it was... It seems like it's been around forever, but it hasn't 2014 been is when I started really messing with it. Yeah. I, yeah. I worked at Pollywood. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. So that's yeah. how I knew you did. Yeah. And so I, I had my own. I was like, I'm gonna get a Spotify account. And my first songs were like Childish Gambino and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know. And so yeah. 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 Well, at that point, like Spotify was like you can only get on if you had a label. And like yeah. that's another part yeah. of the music game that's changed. Like it opens it up to independent. It's becoming artists. flat. Yeah. It's open to anyone. Yeah. And so like before, like you can put your music. You couldn't get your music out if you weren't with a label. So like, like back when Logic was on his on the rise, like mm-hmm. all of his music he was putting out like through like. Um, just websites that you could stream music on. He was never on any sort of platform that like professional artists were on. Like he mm-hmm. was, he was doing all himself. I've watched. I mean, like, I look up to like how Logic and his manager Chris Saru. Like this is like nerd music stuff. But um, just like their rise and the way they came to fame and came up was such a cool, cool way. And like seeing it's, it's like, I mean, Logic was just like with his homies in the basement. I mean, he went through a lot, you know, was living yeah. in this guy's basement um, named Lenny, just living in the guy. He's like, you know, give me one more year. I, I, we can make it. So he's just like putting out as many songs as he can, like just filming like crappy music videos. But like people are following it. People are digging it because he has such a good sound. And then it gets a manager, Chris Saru, that like it, he wasn't even big yet. And so it's kind of like my situation where like, like you just have, you have like having a manager is just good. And so like, yeah, and like it can also be bad. Like some people just want to have a manager to have a manager. Like, Oh yeah, talk right. to my manager. But right. Like it's just, I look up to that so much vibes with you and knows your feeling and yeah. is, is on the same level as you and, yeah. and you guys can work. It's, it's like when you're doing the work and you're working with someone else who also is in the same level, you're doing the work like yeah. times three. And it's dedicated it's not to times it. two. It's times yeah. three. It's like, it's even more. And they're yeah. so dedicated to like it's everything. Huge. And so that's like what, I mean, I, like there's a few cool stories like that that I look up to. And, like they did the exact same thing I'm trying. It's to cool do. you can see that too. Like you've you've watched the groundbreak and you're like, okay, that's the path. And now I can yeah. I can do that. I can make it better for me. Yeah. But I there at least there's a pathway to success. Yeah, and like how like people have been and how his was because before like Logic, like how many of those like artists underground artists that blew up were filmed? Like none of them. Like artists yeah. like like yeah. Logic like his rise was like one of the first ones to be filmed. Like. So his everyday stuff of him in the basement was like filmed and his like what things he was doing all the time was filmed before he was ever big and like but for him he had like nobody to look to really i mean right. like he yeah, he he said he has inspirations like j cole but there's no videos of j like you know what yeah. i'm saying so like yeah. i can actually watch these artists and like watch what they do and be like yo i can do that too and like it's so inspiring and that goes back to what we were talking about earlier just watching the the progression mm-hmm. you know you know look yeah. at that zach mun the first one and then see you know, oh yeah, like just thing. seeing yeah. the, it's so cool, and so <clears throat> where you were at here, where you're at here, where you're at here, and just understand. It's like, yeah, it's it's yeah, like, like to go back and listen to those voice memos from 2014. That's crazy. It's just it's funny. It's so like the songs are horrible. <laughs> They're so bad. They really are. But um, you need those bad songs. Yeah, that's something. Well, yeah, and even now I still need those bad songs. Like, um, I don't do it like I should, but like, um, I, Dylan will be like, "Yo, I need you." He like he wants me to write one to two songs every single day. Yeah. So like you write two songs a day, 
there's gonna be a lot of bad ones, but that's gonna generate a lot more good ones. So you still need those bad songs. You still need those, those. You know, it's a numbers game, dude. Yeah, it really is. And then you'll hit, you'll hit, you know. And that's like that's he says that because that's what Ed Sheeran is like. Some, like Ed Sheeran, when he was younger, he was actually like a not a good singer, which is crazy. Now he's the biggest artist in the world. He's right. the most streamed artist in the world, and he like supposedly like there's videos of him like not being able to sing. He says he says he said the ten thousand hours ten thousand hour rule is true. Yeah. He put in the hours on that singing, guitar, writing. He goes like, I mean, I wrote songs every day, and now he can like, and he still writes songs every day, and he has bad ones because I still have like those really good ones in. And they're beautiful. Yeah. I've, Insane. I, I love Ed Sheeran, so yeah, I understand that. So just being able to look up these artists like with is really like like goes back to like I said, it's opening up for everybody, being able to like see the actual like process of. And so, like, I thought about, I'm like, you know, maybe I don't blow up. Maybe I do. If I do, like, oh, I really hope I can just create some sort of, like, stepping stone path to, like, try yeah. this. And, like, even if I could say now that's coming to this point, it's not super far, but I'm, like, making making headway is, like, just start putting stuff out. Yeah. You just have to start. Like, yeah. even if you look like an idiot, just start. Because everybody's going to think you're an idiot anyways. Yeah, and when you are young, you're an idiot, period. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and, like, one thing my parents told me, like, my dad said it was, like, He's like, you gotta find out. He's like, just find out. Like, you'll don't want to live with a what if, and like, yeah. just and you're not gonna regret going to Nashville and living. If it doesn't work out, your parents will still take you home. You I'm, know yeah, what I mean? I'm so thankful. Like, you know, even if it, it's, I flop, yeah, like, I'm happy I did that. And you had that experience. Yeah, that's like what he's saying. Like, he's like, man, at least you get experience. At least you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, if I if I don't make it, at least I know I tried. Like, I gave it everything. You yeah, know? I think you're gonna make it. Dude. That'd be crazy. I, I, I have a feeling. I said, don't sleep on him, man. Hey. Don't sleep on him. What, so what's the so you're gonna start releasing every two weeks? What's uh-huh. like the next big move you think? And then we can end it up. I know you're about to. You gotta go get a haircut. No, we're too, good. So. I don't think I'm gonna get a haircut because my Latina takes forever on Saturdays. <laughs> um, the next Shout out move, to them because they they did. cut hair so they good. Going there for two years because they don't they've never messed it up once. Um, I wait two months when I'm in Nashville to come back and get a haircut. <laughs> okay, yeah. it's worth it. Yeah, if you see a good fade in Goshen, you know. You know, you know where it's from. Or, yeah, you yeah. Know it's like Either from there or from me. I used to give haircuts. No. Hey, I okay. did in college. <laughs> I gave my roommates and friends haircuts. Did you make? Did you charge at all? Oh, like I wouldn't charge if they give me like five, ten bucks. Yeah. But, I mean, that's what I just gave my dad a haircut right before I came here. Hey, okay. <laughs> so I still do it a little bit. Anyways, um, next big move. I, I mean, we. We know we want to do every day, and like hopefully with this lead, so we can make that next big move. So, um, we just want to build like leverage, because I mean, at some point, like we've already reached that point where labels will start reaching out, and so we had yeah. like. Do you said from LA? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I was talking we about earlier. We can talk about that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This label from LA reached out, and um, they're never gonna hear this. We're we're not gonna do a deal with them. Um, so I'll even talk about the offer in numbers because we didn't sign an NDA, so I can talk about all this. Cool. Um, so their offer like was me for was a five song deal, renewable after every five songs. They pay me two thousand dollars per song plus ten thousand per lot of songs for a promotion, and we turned it down because um, I want to own my music. So that would have been ten k total for all no, five songs. 20 K, no, twenty k, ten k automatically goes towards marketing. Okay. Okay. Like seven to ten k towards marketing plus two k per song, and so I mean that's a sweet deal, right? That was like my first real offer from a label and so yeah. like that was awesome to get um but we and like it's not like my next five songs are going to generate that much money right but um i don't know we we were not to the point yet where we had the leverage to like make it like we want to build leverage so when somebody comes out to us we be like no this is what we want and we we you know we pull yeah. our leverage and yeah. like and i want to own my music and you know if i if I release it through them they're going to own my music that's how labels work they own your music yeah. um they At least will, those five songs. Yeah, for those five songs. Yeah, they own those. They'll own the the master of those five songs, and 
They'll take like over 50% of the stream revenue. I mean, yes, I get paid for it, but so we just, we just not the right deal and they weren't like, but the fact that they saw your potential and were willing to pay that, that means was, a ton. Yeah. It was really, it was encouraging. Yeah. It was encouraging to just send that's the, phone. the first offer. The first offer is never the best offer. No. And so like we're like, <laughs> we can just keep building leverage. We know we can. Yeah. And so if we just keep putting out songs and like, and, and the, and the algorithm keeps, and so, yeah, I say you rely on the algorithm. It's like, well, anybody can rely on the algorithm, but like, I truly like, you, you still have to have like pretty good music. Like you can't, no, you you have can't it's not, quality. it's not a lucky algorithm. It's like, it's a thoughtful algorithm that like the song has to have, like has to get a lot of shares. People are like, it's all about how long people listen to your song. Yeah. It's not how many plays. They don't care in plays. They care how many people. So if you play your song 300 times, they don't, they don't care at all. They, it needs to be 300 different people. So like my song, yeah. I lost myself is one of the, um, gotten the algorithm. Um, so that's why that song probably has like 40,000 plays in the first month is it's been doing like, uh, over a thousand plays a day for the past three weeks from unique people. Yeah. Or, so, okay. so a thousand unique people are listening to that song every day. And, and it's cause it got into the algorithm because that in that first two week, like we've kind of learned in that first, when you first release a song, you have like a couple weeks for that song for lots of people to listen, lots of people to share, like share that link from Spotify, different listeners, how long they listen for, if they like the song, if they add the song to a playlist. It's like, that's why like, I'll be on my Instagram stories. I'll be like, what's up guys? Please add the song to your playlist. Add, like, like the song, do this. It's midnight. I forgot to tell you yeah. about the song I'm releasing right now. Yeah, it's not like, I, it's like, I just want people to be adding it to a playlist and liking the song and sharing it. And like, that's what gets, that's what gets me in the algorithm. So like, if we keep doing this and like, keep pushing our music, um, like it'll, this, then it'll go in the mainstream and people will find it. Yes. Exactly, and so like once we, get, I think we're we're at like fifteen thousand monthly listeners right now, which is awesome. That's huge. Um, and I think I think we'll get to about twenty. Um, we'll peak at about twenty before we get a next big surge. But that being said, once we get to the area of like a hundred or two hundred, and I believe we'll do, hopefully do that by the end of this year, then um that's when that's when labels really start looking. Yeah. Like okay, is this person have a hundred thousand listeners because they have a meme song that popped off on TikTok? Right. And even then, sometimes people have got like contracts from that. Yeah, but there's um, no quality. There's no there's no 2014 them making a song and all of that stuff. So they're only going to make one song. Right. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like no, that me- TikTok and going viral is great. Yeah. And you want to be able to use that, but that doesn't mean that you can make. Yeah, it's e- it's easy to go viral on TikTok, and I've done it a few times. Uh, I have a video on TikTok. I think I have like five videos with over a million views on TikTok. That's crazy. Like my first, I made a TikTok, and in twenty four hours, I got ten thousand followers. Holy cow! I think I have like thirty six now, and I don't really post in there anymore. I probably should. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I definitely should. Um, another, but yeah, but that's another funnel. Yeah, their algorithm. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a funnel. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, what you get at the end of the funnel isn't quite as it's TikTok. So like the audience is a little different. It's not yep. quite the the people who are going to buy tickets to your shows, but right. they're people who will stream your music. So it's still right. Good. You know, so if you know where to direct them, that's fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. I was talking to someone, he got, he, he I, I was from Fairfield and he got a huge TikTok and he's trying to use TikTok to funnel into his YouTube because he vlogs all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, saw, I saw his TikTok. Yeah. 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 I have like, a couple, I have, I have two that. TikTok pages and so like one is with the guys in the house, we call it House 808. Oh, um, sweet. And so, we have like 12k followers on there but we just post like whatever videos on there they can be like little skits or whatever um we haven't had a few of those videos like be posted on youtube and twitter and stuff and then that's just like for you know meme funny crap like that and then yeah. the singing one where i just sing in front of a green screen and my second video i posted got like 1.2 million views and it was just like fine because like you can it just pops off so easily on tiktok the way it yeah. is 
But yeah, like so. What I was, I don't remember what I was talking about. How we got into TikTok, but it was something about like. No, we we're talking about labels. Oh yeah. Talking about. So like, that's like. Hopefully, we get to the point where we have leverage in a situation where a label reaches out. We have a couple hundred thousand monthly listeners and actual fans. We're not just having these listeners because we made one song that like went big on TikTok, which right. has proved to work. Lil Nas X. Right. That was blew up because of TikTok. That was that was literally the biggest song in history. It was number one on the charts for the most weeks ever in a row. Yeah, and he he gamed that algorithm so hard. Yeah, and he's actually good. Yeah, he actually has a cool sound and like actually has a good voice and stuff like that. So, but then there's like uh, there's like this other girl that that made a song and it blew up on um, TikTok and she signed like a million dollar deal. But I don't know how she's ever gonna make another song because it's the song she made is just like I don't know. Like I mean, you see this trend of like. People what call was, meme songs. Mm-hmm. It's like that. La, da, 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 when I pop, like that's considered a meme song. It's like a joke, sort of. They made it as a joke, kind of, and it yeah. blew up, and they blew up, and it blew up on TikTok, and and so like that's not what I'm trying to do. So like a lot of labels, they can still get signed, but they'll like look at people because there'd be there's like, so many people on Spotify with lots of listeners, but it's just because they make joke songs, and that's right. totally cool. Right. But like, that's not that's like it's kind of they can't sign tour. They can't exactly. They can't sell shows this for the path to the next fifty years. It's gonna be cool for right now but in a year will they will it still be cool did you're making like all the points that like all the like the professionals will tell you and like yeah. what dylan is telling me every day he's like like it's tempting because sometimes i want to make a song i was like dude let's just make a goofy song that we know can pop off on tiktok and we'll make it designed around like tiktok videos because we can make a song that like perfect tiktok perfect right yeah and he's like dude we, like let's focus on like something that's gonna like we can like retire at like we can tour the world like i mean you think big like let's let's make songs that we can tour and actually have shows people come to your shows and build a real audience because tiktok followings like i said they're not people buying tickets yeah you know and yeah. so like you like what you said dude that's like so true that's what's like in the back of my mind all the time it's like these aren't the people that are going to come to my shows i will never be able to play shows if i'm just big on tiktok yeah but it's it also is good to to have that audience to have the that funnel too right. it is a funnel yeah if you know what you're using it for if you market those songs would be bad to do one of those. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? exactly. Like, we actually, well, one of the songs we, the one I was talking about, we made last week. We made, and they're like, "Yo, this would be so good on TikTok." It's called the song's called like "All Time Low," and it just has like this little like nice little vibe to it. And it's like, I was like, I've been on a new low was the idea of it. But it's just like not. I feel like this would do so well on TikTok, but like it's not us. It's yeah, not, that was actually like literally like that thought oh, process you're talking sort about. of. Yeah, yeah, and so, but yeah, like you said, TikTok's still a great like avenue for bringing in more fans and that's why we still that's why we still do it because yeah. it's not like a long-term thing it's probably short-term but who knows like everybody thought instagram was a joke and now look at it right so like people like right. there's people saying that like tiktok if they make the right moves they can become the next instagram they just have to change how the yeah. platform is it's the hot new club right now but those clubs shift yeah exactly you, i don't know if you were ever big in tumblr tumblr was huge for a minute and now it's completely gay. yeah so, so yeah. they go and they, they come and they go you know so it's yeah. like yeah, and like everybody tries to copy the next one. Like Facebook just released a TikTok, basically. Yeah, it's Lasso. I went. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I went on there and stole a bunch of usernames that weren't made yet. Like I on <laughs> oh, Lasso, I took like I took like David Dobrik, Louis Capaldi. <laughs> I claim my own mun. Um, I did a bunch of like famous people. If it ever blows up, I can just make like t- probably tens of thousands off the username. That's smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like if I would done that on TikTok, if I would had David Dobrik, I don't know how much. Whoever made David Dobrik probably made a bunch of money by selling it to David Dobrik. Yeah. Like it's like yeah. I saw. I was like, I'm just gonna take all these usernames. So yeah. I was like snatching up usernames. That's um, so smart. But, that's so smart. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it'll ever blow up. But. Well, dude, you've got business sense. You you think it, I know Joe Joe's telling me that yes. you at, you own a business. Joe works yeah, it works for works. Bit. I actually need to pay him before I leave to go back to Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so I, I yeah, I started a company when I was seventeen with the help of my dad. He kinda like he he um 
And your dad is smart. He's a business guy for sure. Yeah. So like, I mean, he was definitely going to help out, but he's like, yo, this is your business. You got to take care of things. I'll show you how to do the legal side of things because I don't want you going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> Thankful for that because I've yeah. messed up like on my taxes enough times. Like a, a police officer show up to the door like with papers, like yo, you need to do your taxes right, basically. Yeah. And so like and that happened once, and so he's like, okay, like we'll go over like tax stuff because he doesn't want me going to jail because you can go, like you can you can literally accidentally go to jail by messing up on taxes. Yeah. And so like he's like, okay, I'll check over that stuff, um, help you out with that, and he's been a great help with that because like that's a learning curve for sure. Like that was when I was in high school. I didn't go to college yet. Um, not that I think college teaches you that much. Well, some degrees don't. Yeah, I know. Nope, no, nope, no college. If you're gonna go to college for entrepreneurial, I went to college for entrepreneurial management. Dude, just start a company and you'll learn more in the first six months than you will in four years of entrepreneurial school. You learn everything from experience. Yeah. I mean, accounting was kind of nice. Actually, that was good. I was in accounting Accounting, Yeah, accounting class was good. I did have stickers. Stickers are amazing. Such a good guy. Yeah, I actually, accounting was like the only thing like I really like don't think I could have easily learned outside of it. That's a skill. Yes. That's something you need to learn. But general business? No. You have have it or you don't sort of type thing. And like going to school... like especially Grace College, when you go to like school for business there, they're just like all about how to treat people and like yeah, and like how to how to what do you say in this situation? It's like yeah. I don't know, I've never been in it. I didn't learn like, any social media marketing from any of the marketing classes yeah. I went to. It's like I've I've learned so much more from just again the algorithms and figuring it out and messing around and then seeing what works and doesn't. They'll never be able to teach you that, and that's no. the next wave. Yeah. If yeah. you don't know how to do that, you're not going to be successful at yeah. business. Exactly. Like oh yeah, my other roommate dropped out of. Dropped out of college, um, went to college for one semester. I mean, like, he just, he's doing thousands of sales a day. The dropship guy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He didn't need a college degree for that. He just goes on YouTube and learns from other people that also dropped out of college. Right. Like, that's the way to do yeah. it. I, yeah. I, I mean, yes, if you're going to be a doctor, if you're going to be, go to school, of course, right. you have to. You always will have to go to school, like, to be a doctor, but, like, not, not business, not, not, business yeah. and some things, but. I don't know. I mean, if you want to go to school, all more power to you. That's cool. If your parents are paying for it, I guess. Hey, why not? It's expensive, though. If they're not. But yeah, so anyways, yeah. business. I, I've always had a business mindset. Yeah, it's just like a business savvy thing. Always Like like that like that platform that like TikTok came out. Like the first yeah. thing that popped in my head was like, how can I like make money? Not, that's not that like awesome. Not that no, like in so, every situation, I'm like, oh, how can I make money? But, but you're looking for opportunities. Yeah. It's, What's it's, the opportunity yeah. in this situation and how do I benefit from it? Yeah, exactly. It's such a good thing to think about because most people are just like, oh, oh, whatever. You know what I mean? If you're not thinking ahead about the next couple moves, then you're always going to be behind. Yeah. Always going to be behind. So, yeah, and so I've definitely like learned a lot from like people like on social media talking about what, like the next waves and like what to get ready for. Yep. And so it's definitely not anything I learned in school. Again, I'm not trying to trash school. High school's good, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm not uh, going to try and pretend I like school. I had a guy on. We talked about education. And I've, I've talked about education a bunch with people, but I don't think it's... Because, I mean, we were homeschooled. Yeah. So, you know, like we... You know, the job I do now, I, w- I did not need to have my degree to get. So, it's like... And I'm, it's the best job I've ever had. Awesome. So like, what do you do? A sales. Nice. So, for a yeah. software company. And okay. I work, it's from Florida, and I work here in Indiana. I just do That's what I sweet. want. And it's like, That's sweet. Yeah, I work from home, which is literally homeschooling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I learned, I just yeah. work from home when, yeah. I was, when I was a little kid. I do that now here, and it's yeah. like, it's dope, dude. Dude, one thing, like, I'm just going to say this now, because, like, I've never, like, had a chance to say anything, like, about homeschooling. I, yeah, I want to bring this up. I want to bring this up. Let's let's talk about let's homeschooling talk about a little bit. Um, People think that, like, just because you're homeschooled, like, you're this horribly social, awkward person, it's like this joke. 
there are so many weird kids in public school that like it's not because you're like people think that homeschool it's the parents yeah it's 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 it really is that's a huge part of it yeah and like people think homeschooling like you just sit in your house with any, like there's co-ops like you go out and have yep. there's actually classroom settings still yep. like you go to a co-op and sit in a classroom with 20 other homeschool kids did you do that in uh you probably did like the writing class yeah the, exactly yeah. and like, we mm-hmm. did I, yeah i had all the those same class yeah, yeah they did those I, yeah. and different co-ops and stuff like that so yeah you actually have social interaction there's just as many weird kids in public school as our homeschoolers yeah it's just like it's just like, i mean it's funny i don't it doesn't offend me at all but it's like it's just a joke well i don't you tell know? people i'm homeschool very often i don't really because it's like it doesn't define me but when you do they they already automatically assume exactly something. they'll be like oh you're like, so you're not wearing camo <laughs> <laughs> you're not wearing camo and you don't have like a fake tail on think you're a cat <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it's like no there's more kids in public school that thought they were cats yeah no <laughs> okay cool whatever <laughs> but oh, dude that's that's awesome I have one last question yeah and we can wrap shoot. it up dude um but who who were like your influences? You you said Logic, you said Khalid, yeah. you said like yeah. who? But what's are those kind of the big ones, or who who do you like when you want to just listen to some music and you just want to be, like you know have that emotional connection? Who do you listen to? Yeah, so I definitely like draw inspirations from totally different artists. Like don't only make music like mine, but for different things. So like for NF, for example, yeah, such a cool artist. My music sounds nothing like his, obviously, but the fact that like his lyrics are so authentic and so real, like for my some of my first music, like I was just like that's what I was how I was writing, like just like the realest I could write, like this is how I'm feeling, like and yeah. I want to make it sound fancy, but this is that's not how I feel, and so like, I was just be like, yo, um, this is my song, it was the interlude, um, but like I just wrote, I was like oh, I want to make this sound better, I want it to rhyme, I'm like nah, it doesn't have to rhyme, I'm just gonna write exactly how I feel. And, like, that's how I actually gained, like, a couple of my biggest fans. Is they, they were actually... It's funny because they are huge NF fans. So, it's funny how, like, that influence actually brought in these fans who yeah. also love NF. Because, like, I wrote this song and it was just, like, the, the realest song I ever wrote. Um, so authentic to what I was going through. And then these people were like, yo, like, that song literally made me cry. Um, and they've been following me ever since, supporting me, like, crazy. Like, more cool. than... Yeah. And so, that's, like, where I take inspiration from... Um, like NF and like artists who write such real stuff because I want to keep my stuff real as I can. Um, and then like for like stylistic is like Khalid is definitely a big one. Um, I Khalid, I take a lot of inspiration from John Bellion in different ways. Like my music doesn't sound a lot like his, but like I, he has like videos of how he makes his songs and like how he like yeah. goes after music and his thought process. So what's and stuff. the song where, where he, I, he released one that was recent in Crop the, Circles? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I watched it because I watched the video of him making yeah. it. He's like, I just called this guy up and I wanted to hear him say. Yeah. He said on top of a rooftop yeah. and he threw yeah, that he, in yeah, there. Yeah, he's like, in case. You, oh. I know. I, yeah, it was yeah. like over the phone or something like that. He yeah. said something like he put it in the song. It was awesome. Recording the phone. And it's and so you cool. watched him do that. Yeah, yeah. I watched that video. And it he's, so it's crazy because he's actually been making these videos since before he was big. Okay. So, like, so there's video. videos of him making songs where we'll we be talking about how it's crazy that he has 3,000 followers on Instagram. He was, there's this video of him, him making a song and he was actually already with Visionary who's like Logic's th- which is Logic's thing yeah. um, Visionary like that's who manages Logic or who manages well yeah Logic and also um, John Bellion and he's like talking about dude it's crazy like I just hit 3,000 followers on Instagram like I mean yes the platform was smaller back then so like but he's been he's like he like set the he like set that new trend of like behind the scenes music because people love seeing that stuff and yeah. that's why he has such not like a real audience so like so like this is one thing I want to say real quick it's so cool that a guy like John Bellion, right? He has like six to eight million monthly listeners on Spotify, right? And so that's solid. There's people who have 20 million um, monthly listeners. 
John Bellion could show out, sell out a show five times bigger because his audience is just, like his followers are like followers. Yeah, and he's like the way he's built it up is like so he'll talk about it too. He'll be like, I can go out in the public and like it's great because like nobody really like I can put on sunglasses and nobody will ever know who I am, but I can also have a show and I can sell out a huge show and like people with twenty million listeners can't because they haven't built they just like make mainstream songs. Mm-hmm. So he's just built. So I look to him for that and like I've really like tried to follow his footsteps and like little intentional things he does. To build that following of people who want to actually come to your shows, so like, yeah. it's crazy. His shows are insane. It's experience to follow that that artist. That's yeah. huge, though. So I looked at John Bellion a lot for that. But yeah, like like I said at the very beginning, when I you know first want to make a song, I looked up Khalid type beat. So I, when I listen to like, I mean, the thing I listen to most still, even is probably Khalid's first album. I listen to that all the time. I think every single song on the album. Like to me, is what are the big ones on that album? Um, so the biggest ones on that would be like Young Dumb and Broke. Um, yeah. that's one of the biggest ones. And then the one that got him like was Kylie Jenner put it on her Instagram story or something like that was um, Location. She put that yeah, on her Instagram. That, that so blew classic. him up. So, yeah, so that one blew up. Um, yeah. Young Dumb and Broke, and then you know, and but I love every single one of the song. I literally love every single song in that. I, I that's what like caught me off guard. I listened to an album. That was the first album I listened to, and I was like. I thoroughly enjoy every single one of those songs and would listen to every single one of those songs again. Wow. And so like, I still do all the time. I like just like pull up his album, press shuffle on it. And I know the song that comes on out love still. Yeah. It's so, like, I listen to his music and just chill his music. Like none other. Um, so yeah, I take inspiration for, from him for what I make. And then, um, and yeah, I guess other than that, I just kind of like, I mean, I'm sure I take like subconsciously influence. from everything. Yeah, you from always are. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Not just music, but how you live is like subconsciously influenced by everyone you're around and everything you're yeah. around. So, yeah, it's, it's huge. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. That the John Billion. That's cool to hear the NF part of that. And then yeah. yeah, so like it doesn't sound like my music, but like the you just, still that raw form. You're yeah. like, I want that. Yeah. That's gonna become that's so cool. Yeah. Dude, Zach, it was, it was Dude, good. It was Bro, a- uh, tell everyone where they can find your music. Okay, yeah, you can find my music on Spotify. Just search MUN, M-U-N-N, and the first thing that will pop up is probably John's Bellion's song, Money Right. But the first <laughs> artist that pops up will be me. Um, so, yeah, just just listen to my music there, or Apple Music under MUN, or SoundCloud under MUN. If you if you just search MUN on any of those three, I should be the first person to pop up, I yep. think, other than SoundCloud. And then on YouTube, if you search MUN, I'm actually the number one on YouTube, finally. Dope. But the problem is Olivia MUN, like, has all the yeah. media presence like if you google you'll never find me on google but um yeah, yeah just search mun on like any of those things and you guys can stream my music i would love that on all she social has all, she has all the google right now yeah, she has all give it now. five years you know what i'm saying yeah I'm, I'm, I'm coming for google uh but honestly i'm just you know trying to build like a more authentic thing so google's in i, I know it'll come with like with time and yep. then for social media it's all it is mun i-t-i-s-m-u-n-n it is mun and you'll find me on there and i share um like kind of fun behind the scenes stuff on my story a lot and yep. uh we're, we're, we're working on like a lot of behind the scene videos so hopefully like you guys can see like everyday type stuff because that's what people that's what builds that bond so yeah yeah and every two weeks you'll have a new new song every two weeks i and like i know i get asked this sometimes so i'll just say it we have no plans of an album anytime soon it'll happen when it happens but we're not in a rush at all so i love it dude yeah. thank you thank you it's been it was a, a great time dude yeah. that's so Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to another Timmons podcast. It was truly a pleasure to sit down and talk to Zach. He is an out-of-a-box thinker. He is a visionary. He has a business mindset. Uh, and man, I just, I could talk to him for hours. And hopefully in the future, I will. Like, it was awesome just to sit down and talk to him for a little bit. Um, but you can just see that there's, I don't want to say potential because he's way past that. 
he's way past that. He's he is going to make it. I have no no absolute question in my mind. So if you want to watch that journey, get on it now. You know, jump on, follow him on Spotify, follow him on Apple Music, specifically Apple Music because he gets paid a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Give him that cheddar. But he's doing it. He's doing it, big guys, and watch that process. So. I, I'm just so thankful. And that's honestly what him coming on here talking, that's what my podcast is all about. I just want to share awesome people who are doing big things. And uh, I just want to share that. And the cool thing is there are people like this in your life right now all the time. So just go out and encourage people. And not that I was encouraging him. He's already doing amazing things. But man, you know, it's just encouragement to hear that. And if, if people in our area can see what he's doing and younger kids who are like you know 10 12 14 15 you know just the young kids can see that you know there is whatever you put your mind to you can make it happen and that's what's happening with zach so i hope you caught that vibe guys follow him also follow me i'm on uh, on twitter that's where i do most of my stuff i have my own twitter for this podcast Tim's podcast and then also nymphs tj n-i-m-t-z-t-j um that's my uh, uh twitter Follow me. Um, it's all bullcrap. It's a lot of fun, and I really enjoy it. Also, I have an email, so if you want to give me some cheddar, some cash, if you're a business and want to promote, need a promotion, I mean, hey, this podcast is popping off, so if you're not promoting it, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, his uh, my my uh, my actual uh, email is timminspodcast at gmail.com. Shoot, shoot me an email if you need to. Um, and if you guys... For real, if, if, if a lot of the people I've talked to are just people that have suggested it, and I go after people as well, but if you say, hey, you know, Tim, and you should talk to this person, slide into my DMs. Or if you want to talk to me, slide into my DMs. They're open. Love to talk to you. So typically at the end of this, I give a shout out to, to someone who's doing amazing things, uh, either as a, as a business or a person that has, has done some accomplishment, in my opinion, um, so I just want to, actually, I just want to shout out my little brother, Jaken. He is a Fortnite fanatic, absolutely dominates. Someone once called him sweaty, and I think that's a great way. He's he's really good. Could could kill you in Fortnite like no one's business. Um, so he has his own little YouTube channel. So go ahead and go take a, take a look at his stuff, if you could, for me, for Timmins Podcast. It's Boats Ride. B-O-A-T-S-R-I-D-E, Boats Ride. If you look that up, you'll probably find him, and he's just dominating on Fortnite. So, guys, thank you so much for just listening to Tim's podcast. Like, the fact that you listen to this. I just keep on seeing the streams and the views and the stuff. It just blows me out of the water. So, you guys have a good day, a good week, a good rest of your lives. Because there's going to be blessings coming your way, and I believe that for you. Positivity, hope, change, things are happening. Things are happening around us all the time. You may not even catch on a subconscious level. But man, now that I've said something, you'll notice. So you guys have a great day. Catch you guys on the next Tones Podcast.